Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 373, and I'm here with Lucy. Hello. Hey, and Adol. Hey. Hello, both. Uh, should we launch into some beers? I know we're all very, very thirsty. Uh, Lucy, you're nodding away. What beer mm-hmm. have you got this evening? I've got a beer from my stash from Crossover Blendery. Uh, nice. Who are down in Hertfordshire. It's called Honey Isle. Uh, it is... Well, all, all their beers are like mixed fermentation beers, but mm-hmm. um, it's a it's five point five percent. I'll read it. It's a golden ale with honey berries, a blend of twenty month and thirty month old golden ales, spontaneously fermented and aged in neutral French oak barrels, mm. refermented on honey berries from Dundee, uh, Scotland. Yes, bottle conditioned. Unfiltered and unpasteurized. Uh, brew season 2019 to 2020 and 2020 to 2021. Fruit season was 2021. Yeah. Mm. Golden ale with honeyberries. Amazing. Nice. I don't think I've ever had a honeyberry. But... No. I didn't, uh, even know, didn't even they... know what that was. Oh. Yeah, they find some weird fruits that nobody's ever heard of where it's like just one farmer in the whole of the UK. Mm. <laughs> like grows. You're on the you're on the internet. I understand, but um, the TV's not working. Right, let me make it. <laughs> let me let me let me make a note. Uh, cut podcast audio, not video, because obviously it's more fun to see Kim appear. I've got to go and fix the TV because it's mm. shit. You're thinking, no, that's great. Adol, I, I, rather than me cutting all of this because I haven't got the time to do all of that sort of shit. Uh, why don't you yeah. tell us about your beer and I'll run away very quickly for a moment. Sure. I have um, the limited edition Four Pure Bermondsey London, London Hales, Haze. Good lord. Let me try that again. Not that Ben's going to edit this, as he just said. Limited edition Four Pure uh, London Haze Fruity Hazy Pale Ale, 5.3%. Uh, fruity Haze for hazy days. Best enjoyed in the city. The sun retreating beyond the concrete horizon. This isn't London fog, it's London Haze. Smooth, tropical, citrusy, hazy, and delicious. Just craft beer. Or pure simple. Uh, it mm. has 5.3%, and it's in a 330ml can, and it has barley, bar- barley, water, barley, wheat, oats, hops, <laughs> and yeast. I told you, I'm like just yeah. frazzled today. That's I was in right. London for a couple days. Oh, um, yeah. That's why I thought I'd have a London beer. Um, it's been a while since and... I've seen four pure. Yeah, right? Mm. Um, and, uh, when you said Dundee, Scotland, I had to laugh because uh, we were in an antique store mm-hmm. and talking to the gentleman, and he was like, oh, you know, where about you where about you from? And we're like, oh, well, Canada, but we live in Durham. Uh, and he's like, oh, that's neat. How do you like living in Scotland? <laughs> and it was like, oh, God, this is so... Like, it was in... It was in not like... It was in an antique store in a nicer part of london and it's mm. like of course this is such a southern england thing to do not mm. know that durham's in england and the oh. northeast i mean um, geography in this country and they think uh, anything above the wall which is probably like just north of like kent <laughs> it's, it's scotland <laughs> do you mean hadrian's wall yes that's they probably think us. that's it. I know, but they probably think the wall is like Stonehenge. Yeah, I think, yeah, the problem is they think all of it is like <laughs> yeah. 300 miles below where it is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Anything, yes, Southerners, anything that's like just a little bit up the M1 is the north. Um, so that yeah. doesn't really surprise me. It was pretty funny. It was like, and of mm-hmm. course, we're just like. Oh, it's great! What yeah. did you say? Yeah. It's like when I just read the flavor text on the back of that beer, and I, it says Dundee, Scotland. Mm. I was just going to say Dundee, but I was thinking, well, international oh, listeners yeah. no, may not yeah. know where Dundee is, um, but that may also apply to um, 
national domestic. Domestic ones. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just just the idea that Durham's in Scotland, according to mm. a man who travels around the country buying antiques, supposedly. Mm. Like, well. nah, a bit rubbish. Um. As what was did you What did you respond that. to that though? <laughs> we we just kind of were like, "Oh, it's great," yeah, and pretended yeah. we didn't hear the. How do you like things in Scotland versus how do you like life in Durham? Hey, it may as well be Scotland when you live in down south. Just foreign. It might. It may as well just be China or something. Mm. 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 Is, you know, very insulated bunch. Yeah, mm. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I've I've come back in at this point. I absolutely zero <laughs> understanding about what's going on. Um, just, I tried uh, to re it in context, Luz. <laughs> we're just being mean to uh, Southerners. Okay. Yeah, it's basically people from London. Um, <laughs> shall I pour my beer? Have you guys chatted yeah, about your beers do. much? Or... What is it? Before you pour it, tell us what it is. I'm going to drink a collaboration Bristol beer. Uh, it's Wiper and True and Left Handed Giant. It's called Summer Together. It's a 5.5% pale ale. If you can see that. Oh, that's a nice can. Um, oh, that's yeah. a gorgeous can. Hanging out together. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of flavour text. Uh, we teamed up with the local brewing legends and our dear friends at Left Handed Giant for the next instalment of our annual Sunshine Sprinkled Collaboration Summer Together. In this soft, hazy pale ale hopped generously with Citra, Halletau Blanc and Nelson Sauvignon, you can expect notes of white wine, grape and citrus, balanced with a satisfying touch of bitterness. Beer that's just made for sunny afternoons with pals. Okay. Nice. I'm gonna drink it in my Wiper and True branded uh, beer festival uh, glass as I, well. I left my those at the train station. No, at Malpass's. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and and uh, and then Ale- so we had four. Um, and Alex has already broken one of them. Oh no, has he? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm really sorry. How much were they? I can replace it. I'm like, it was the festival swag. He's like, oh, I'm like, it's okay. We have four. Had four. <laughs> we have three now, but we had four. It's fine. Yeah. Um, we, we just, we... He broke one of Emily's. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we loop back around so we can talk about the beers uh, mm. for, for a moment? Lucy, when you jump back in, I see yeah. you supping away. Yeah, it's um very red. Oh, yeah. So I'm guessing honeyberries red um yeah it's, it's quite tart um mm. gosh when did i buy this or at least when was it bottled because um they release monthly beers crossover blendery that i used to buy when i had money um <laughs> and when shipping was, it didn't cost an arm and a leg mm. when the world wasn't on fire i mean it has yeah. been for a while to be fair so it's yeah i could probably look on there uh, website when it was brewed or bottled rather um yeah it's it's really really i'd say sharp um mm. it's got a, it's got a nice sweetness to it from whatever honey berries taste like um guess slightly like honey um but it it is still quite i'd say sharp i wouldn't say overly sour but it's got a little zing to it that's like quite in your face Mm-hmm. It's it's nice, but if you're, you know, a bit averse to sours, it's, it'd probably be a bit too much. But right, mm. I think it's really nice. It's got like a nice vinous quality, and yeah, the oakiness. It was was it was it French oak barrels? Mm-hmm. Definitely getting that on the um, taste, like quite a nice layer of depth and bit of earthiness a bit of vinous quality and mm. yeah that oakiness as well so that's 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 made it a bit nicer as well mm. nice. nice just feeling it on like the the end of the taste mm. it's it's quite subtle at first but then as the aftertaste just lingers it's just like oh it's a bit more noticeable it's, it's very nice it's it's a really nice beer i, I, I love their beers Good. um I don't think I've had a bad one from them. And I think, like, most of last year's I, I would have bought, so... 
this year um I haven't bought nearly as many I think mm-hmm. this one might have been part of a bruiser box okay mm. uh because they do I think they do like magnum sizes now and then but like 750 mil um bottles this is 375 so does the, um, the the bruiser box normally uh-huh. uh, picks a specific brewery? Is that right? And you kind of get a, like yeah. a box from a brewery and like whatever, how many many beers? Yeah, Did exactly. Do you have that. that with crossover, or when that's it's delving more into those kinds of beers? Do they try and spread it around a few sort of breweries? They're like, oh, it's 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 this very specific kind of sours that we're doing this week instead. Um, well, you can pick as you say, you pick the specific brewery. So, um. Mm what crossover would have done i think when i got it i'm pretty sure this is from that um box but Mm. if it's not apologies but um they'll put in like because they sell out of the you know older stock and stuff like that like so it would have been oh the last three months worth of uh bottles or something like Mm -hmm. that it wouldn't have been oh sample this some of the brews have boxes they're like here's a showcase box which is just a you know mainline cans or whatever so like day would be like steady rolling man and sure. stuff like that um mm-hmm. some of the bruiser boxes depending on the brewery they do do like more seasonal ones and one ones that are like mm, recent ish at least so yeah i think this is um probably Brew well bottled in the last year. Let me let me double check. Cool. Honey, I'll you, you have a look. See, see what's come come through. Uh, Adol, we'll jump onto to your beer, and we can delve yeah. back into when Lucy's found that. For those of us so, who kind of might have had to have disappeared very slightly, what I was going to say. So just to, <laughs> as a reminder, it's a, a four pure London haze, fruity hazy pale ale. Supposed to be smooth, tropical, citrusy, hazy, and delicious. It poured a bit heady, but it's all gone now. Uh, it's really nice and hazy. Almost looks like a juice with pulp in it from my angle. It's mm. a little more golden in person than maybe over there. Sort of golden orange. Um, versus, I think on the camera, it kind of looks dull. Yeah. Um, it's got a bit of a bit of an orange hint to it, but it's, mm. yeah. Uh, you can get that um, citrus right off the top. Tropical and citrus on the nose. I think more passion fruit and maybe like a, some zest. From the citrus. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. That's got some malts to it, too, at the end. It's a oh, lovely, lover, lovely bitter tone all throughout. And you're getting that um, tropical haze all the way through. And actually, I think that that zesty, the citrus is mostly kind of zesty. It's got a bit of a peak of a tart just in the middle. That helps settle that haze. But again, really nice and bitter um, while having this tropical overtone. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say a little more muddled in the tropical. It's like like just generic tropical in the way that it was kind of very clearly passion fruity on the nose. Just like, oh yeah, this is fruity. But like fruit and not in a bad way but like uh you know like a natural fruit gums fruit yep yeah it kind of is like this is fruit <laughs> uh that but again with this like bit of a multi backbone and um sort of rounded out and then yeah the amount of low-key bitterness that's like carrying through is exactly what i what i wanted to something like this nice so it's not too sweet, right? The the fruity, it's like a, it's an IPA or a pale ale, whatever. It's a pale ale, it's hazy, it's got character, mm. but it's still a beer. Mm. It's not like a fruit bum. It just has fruit going on, but it's underneath the beer part. Are mm-hmm. there any uh, adjuncts in it? Have they chucked in any fruits or anything like that? Or nope. is it just all coming from the hops? All coming from the hops. Okay. Water, barley, wheat, oats, hops, yeast. And I think that's why it sort of has this kind of more generic fruity mm. texture to it, um, but is very beery, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not, they're not making a fruity haze via fruit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. 
That's got to be the name of the Fruity Haze. Mm? Definitely. That's got to be the name of the beer, Fruity Haze. Yeah, sadly, it's mm. called London Haze, but then mm. right on the back it says Fruity Haze <laughs> or Hazy Days. <laughs> Just say the That's word exactly haze the four kind of billion times. Yeah. Sorry? Just say the word haze four billion times just to confuse haze. people on there. It's just, it's haze. It's a hazy bit. Uh-huh. Hazy bit. Yeah. Um, before you hop into your beer, Ben, yes. um, the Honey Isle was uh, bottled in November 2022. So, hmm. uh, but, oh gosh, it's like nine months now. Um, yeah, I, I've had my stash for a while, so I don't know hmm. where or when this beer arrived here. But, um, yeah, uh, and, Going back to the, um, I said it was quite sharp. I think I think what I'm getting is like quite a, a strength, sort of like that you'd like associate a sort of like a Belgian blonde ale. Okay. Because I completely forgot this was a golden ale, mm. technically. So, um, just because it's not golden, it's very red. Um, so yeah, it's got that kind of really strong heft, like that you just associated with a high ABV, almost mm. like Delirium or West Marl or something yes, like that. Yeah. But, but it's only 5.5%, but it, it packs a punch. Nice. Um, and if that's just from like the fruits being very, very fermented or just whatever else is going on with this beer, mm. like the, mm. the oaky French oak barrels and stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, Big boy. When well, I never thought it'd be a big boy, I thought it'd be a calm boy. Mm. <laughs> mm. Good, good. Um, I, I, I've already supped this this wiper and truth. This is a this is a nice calm boy. Um, mm. It's it's got a lovely nose. Um, getting a lot of that white wine kind of note and a, and a big sort of grape nose. Um, mm. I'm trying to work out kind of white wine wise what it's kind of pushing across. You know, I can't quite pick out what the white wine is. You know what that actual mm. flavour of it is. Because um, again, as with beer, white wine has an incredibly broad range of flavours um, mm-hmm. associated with each of the sort of varieties and stuff. Um, and again, just grape, which sure, <laughs> grape is kind of grape. But yeah, when it's turned into wine, it's very, very different. Um, it's got a lovely nose. It's quite big. It's quite sort of pungent uh, mm. on the nose as well. You know, you get your nose in the glass, and it's it's a really big sort of smell. But actually, when you sup it, it's a lot lighter, but not in a oh no, where's all of that gone? Like that, the flavour is still there. It's just not quite as heavy hitting on the kind of initial sip and you get a little bit of that mix and a tiny bit of of i'm gonna say it does say citrus in there but i think it's more like a zesty kind of finish with the citrus it's more like a a a peel than it is an actual kind of uh sort of tang from like a lemon or a lime or something it's a bit more of a zesty peel that uh, that comes in towards the back but very very smooth a little bit carbonated which again pushes that kind of slightly, and it's almost a bit of a sweet kind of white wine flavour. Grapes have got that little bit of sweetness to them as well, so some of that will be, be be poking through. But it's not a you know incredibly dry white wine. Yeah. Um, but it's mm. got some of that like touch of. I guess we would say dankness. I don't know what you would say in 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 a white wine. Um, but I've definitely had white wines which have they, they just musty. dry you. You're musty, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but they dry you out really, really quickly, and you just get that kind of and again that just like chewy sort of uh, uh, bit to it where you've you've supped a white wine and it's kind of just dries you out so much that you're just like. Um, this doesn't. This has that feel of it. It doesn't quite do that, but it is a bit of a dry beer. Maybe that kind of the combination of that is just making that picture in my head of 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 kind of what white wine is happening within this um but it's very nice um it is it is a it is an excellent kind of summer beer this is maybe one that you know kim would enjoy um 
so she leans more towards kind of the lighter beers or, or sours and, and things like that that actually this is probably one which would capture a lot of people uh, um, mm. a, a, a very good kind of broad beer to sort of uh, draw maybe people who don't drink beers in actually um, and it being only five and a half percent you're not getting any of kind of you're not getting big hits of any alcohol or, or, or anything like that in it it's not a big punchy kind of fruit flavor of uh, you know an eight percent double ipa or something like that it's not even that big of a flavor with a, a nice sort of bitterness at the end of sort of like an ipa or something it is very very much a pale ale just showcasing a couple of different flavors um, which works very very well uh, so let's enjoy these let's enjoy these beers um, we'll come back to them at the end of the episode for a final Final comment on each of them, uh, but we'll launch into games this week. Um, Lucy, mm. you mentioned you'd played a game, so I'm going to come to you first. Yeah, I, I've just not been playing games mm. at all recently, and that's because games suck. And <laughs> there's, there's one, however, there is one genre of game that doesn't suck, and that Lucy needs fed into her mm. veins and those are anime based visual novels that have RGB RPG <laughs> elements and that's like a RTS yeah oh tower defense mm. style or tower defense uh, goals mm. but in an RTS form yeah those I love those but other than those I do like Metroidvanias yes um mm. And one that I've, I've had my eye on for a while, can't remember when it came out, um, probably a few years back now, gosh, I've got to remember what his name, um, it's got a terrible name, um, it's called Fist, um, ah, okay. which stands for <laughs> Forged, uh, it's an acronym isn't it, Fist, Fist. yes, yes, yeah. it's an acronym with just capital letters, Fist, um, which stands for Forged in Shadow Torch. I mean, it's not a game... There's not a... You know, you'll forget the subtitle, but you'll remember that the game's called Fist. Um, and it came onto Game Pass. Okay. June 22nd, 2023. It originally came out... Was it a last year game? October 2021. At least oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Um... Mm. Oh, it was on Epic Games Store. Maybe I already own it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it came to Game Pass, and I was mm. like, you know, it's my time now. Um, mm. And yeah, I, 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 it was the first game that I've actually sat down and played like more than um, like half an hour of. Maybe Peppa Pig just broke me or something, but um, <laughs> I just, just, haven't, just haven't played like anything for like more than fifteen minutes. Oh, it, Except it, it, Vampire I, Survivors, I guess. That, that yeah, takes half yeah. Hour. but I, um, I, I can absolutely see why Peppa Pig would just break anyone. Yeah, just see, just seeing the, the show for 30 seconds. <laughs> and you have to just leave the house, not even just the room, yeah. just have to get out, go somewhere Even else. on mute, Peppa Pig mm. um, did things. Um, yeah, so I'm... I don't know how long the game is. That would be a how long to beat search. Mm -hmm. um, mm. I'm just, I'm just, just next googling everything. Everything. First, you have to. You've say literally it like only that. you've only played it because you want to say that several times, <laughs> yes, isn't it? Yes. Obviously, yeah. uh, there is actually a game. Um, Called Just Fist. Um, <laughs> is that like just in nineteen ninety six? I don't know what that is. Uh, don't look. Uh, Twelve hours. Uh, how long to beat? Says okay. so. I said, mm. That's a nice. What you expect for a Metroidvania? Nice mm. um, chunk of time, but not too much. Um, so I've probably played what maybe an hour or somewhere between one and two hours. Mm. Um, mm. And yeah, it's 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 got a. I mean. It, it, right off the bat, this one's for the furries because um, you play as a rabbit with a big mecha fist. Um, don't know what that's about. There is a story, and like the cutscenes and animations and stuff like that, are probably probably higher budget than you'd expect for something that I think is just like a small indie title. Mm. Um, but it just plays very well so far. Um, 
get your jump and then you double jump uh, right off the bat and um, I, th I think it's set in some like kind of post-apocalyptic animal world where there's some some bad dudes have taken over this Blade Runner s city basically and you gotta save your friend or whatnot but um lean into animal testing and all of that sort of shit I don't know no. couldn't tell you um, uh, but yeah you're like the leader of the resistance or something or part of the resistance or whatever you, it, it's it's fun it, you're um, fisting people uh, you know uh, combat you know the combat's <laughs> cool like you can upgrade your abilities and you know it's like all these different combos like XXY and you know X mm. up does an uppercut and nice. you body slam and grapple and stuff like that. Um, I wish that you could like juggle enemies more, but like once they get knocked down, it's sort of like I don't know, like a, a side scrolling beat them up, like mm. it's sort of like uh, I don't know, maybe Streets of Rage or something. Like when they're down on the floor, you can't really do anything else to them, you have to wait until they stand back up, they get up again because you can mm -hmm. never keep them down. Yeah, exactly. So that's a bit um, not as fun, uh, but well done, sir. But, um, I just don't even acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. It'll just get me off track. <laughs> but um, it's the right thing to do. Yes, but it's it's the combat is fun um, so far, and it's like unlocking all these different abilities with uh, you know you earn credits um or like bolts or whatever is the currency in it and every time you beat an enemy so um and then you cash in a few of those and you can basically choose off a skill tree which which uh combos that you want to unlock mm -hmm. um and yeah it's it, it, it seems really well made like it feels good to play the you know the platforming is snappy um and it's got like good quality of life features like in most metrovanias you can get very lost if you don't know where you're going it literally puts it on the map it's like okay. here's your next objective obviously you can go off the beaten path and mm. find more secrets and stuff like that but you know it tells you where to go and where you need to be um but yeah i'm really enjoying it it's 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 filling that that you know that insatiable hole in my soul mm. <laughs> that I, I, I need constantly filled with just good metroidvanias yeah, yeah. Do, do you mm. think it's one that you will kind of want to uh you know with it only being 12 hours long good length for something to bash out in sort of a week or two mm -hmm. is this a kind of game that you're going to pick up and play for sort of 10 minutes when you've got that time or is it more i'm just going to sit with it for an hour you know hour and a half yeah yeah yeah, because it, it, it's it's it, that's the thing about these types of games. There's always like carrot on a stick. There's always like, oh, I've got this new ability now. It's like, where can I go? If it's like, it, it's constantly feeding that mm. addiction of like mm. dopamine of like, oh, now I can go through the, that kind of door. Oh, now I can triple jump or this and that or, and it's just like, yes, I need those hits mm. often in games, and that's why i don't know most games are just crap <laughs> <laughs> they don't give me the hit you know right they that's don't. fair yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's good it's good I'm, I'm glad um i'm glad i'm finally playing it because as i say i've had my eye on it mm. any metroidvania that comes out um i do i think there's a game on epic called grime that might be an acronym. I don't know, but that's also a uh, Metrovania, and that's free today. So this is all we're going to get Who now, knows? isn't it? Metrovanias with just acronym names, yeah. just random <laughs> words. Lamp. Yes. You're like, oh yeah. But cool, you're not going to get better than Fist. No, I think Fist is uh, it's very good. Yeah. It's a strong. The style. sequel should definitely be called Fisting. If it's not, then why are they doing? Or it's it's called Fisted. And you've got to save the original Fister or something like that. So. <laughs> you, you, you what now? <laughs> I don't imagine anyone refers to the, the rabbit character in the game as the Fister. Um, uh, but they should. They really should, yeah. Um, 
There's probably yeah. absolutely a game on Steam that refers oh, to the main God. character yeah, as the Fist. Like, oh, right? I don't want to look. Yeah. Oh, that oh the, you'll fall down the rabbit hole of just uh, grime. Oh. There we go. Uh, yeah. Bring it back round. Um, it it leads us on quite nicely to what I've been playing because I've been playing a lot of Rogue Legacy 2 um, which it's got Metroidvania elements to it Um, and it is I suppose as as like a core gameplay it is a Metroidvania Um, but because as with the first Rogue Legacy it's got the whole you die and it's your heir that continues and it's in a procedurally generated uh, world everything changes so uh, uh, you're playing through kind of you know uh, the idea of a a metrovania and you're getting maybe not um, the same level of progression in terms of the gameplay uh, in things that you unlock so it's not kind of you're getting a double jump you're then getting something else you're then getting something else you're then getting something else there's a couple of things which will gate you off from further areas so you know you need the ability to um, uh, basically like bounce higher off of objects and that allows you to then traverse into the next area and bounce kind of through it there's another area where you need a lamp because it's underground mm. cool another area where you need some i can't remember what it's called something wings um and it's all very high and floaty and, and, and things like that and so it locks you off a little bit but it's not necessarily uh um they are abilities that are blocking you off from going into these places so it does have that kind of feel to it uh but it's not in the really in the sense of cool i've now got a double jump i can go back to this area because i know that there's a hidden something here i can go back to this bit because there's a hidden something here it is more i've got this thing now i can just do this area i can get to that Mm -hmm. next boss and i can move forward from it so it it, it's sat somewhere in the middle of this kind of action side scrolling action uh, uh, um, almost metroidvania kind of stylings to it um but Mm. it's it it it's the loop it's not necessarily the 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 gameplay but it is the 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 loop that it is giving and the satisfaction that even a short run can give you from upgrades and feeling like you're progressing through the game which is that bit of dopamine for you Mm -hmm. so you know you you earn 1500 gold in a run and once your character dies you come back out and you have a mana which you're developing um you've also got a little dock area where you can buy up weapon upgrades and various other kinds of upgrades and things like that and obviously everything costs whatever currencies you're getting so uh, um like ingots for getting items uh blood for getting runes um yeah uh, um and gold for pretty much everything else yeah. um but it, it, almost every time you come off a run you're able to pick something up and that just allows you to go cool i've added one to my strength which means that rather than hitting for 50 i'm hitting for 51 with this character now so there's that a a tiny bit of progression yeah um i can't remember whether the first game did um because i've not played for a very long time remember the first game did classes or not um but this game you can pick between different kinds of character types so you've got your standard warrior who goes around with a sword um they can attack in various uh, yeah. they can move and attack you've got a barbarian who hits harder but stands still to attack so harder to get out the way of enemies got a little bit more health and things like that there's a mage character there's an archer character and there's loads of different character archetypes to kind of mm-hmm. unlock through this the game also presents you with um, going, cool, here's a mage, but actually I've come across uh, a weapon and I can use it, I can pick it up or not if I want to, and it's a sword, so I'm now a mage running around with a sword. So there's a little bit of variation that you can kind right, of okay. go through with your with your runs as yeah. well. And I don't recall the first game having classes. No, I don't. Yeah, hereditary but stuff. You, yeah, but only in the sense of like you would inherit certain traits that made like using a wand or a sword better like it like mm. kind of your whatever like the genetic lottery that it did kind of 
yeah, made so, it so like that build would be better, I think. Yeah, this one yeah. doesn't have any like inheritance of abilities. Oh, it doesn't. No, oh. um, it's a bit more open. So you're like, cool. I've played mm. as I, don't know, I can't. Remember, I think it's called a warrior. It might be called a knight, uh, the guy with the sword. Um, I played as that character, and I've accrued experience. And at the end of a run, that experience uh, get takes basically goes at five thousand experience. That gets me to rank one. At ten thousand, twelve thousand, that gets me to rank two. And what that does is it increases a stat, basically right. for characters. So for the knight, it's like cool. I can carry more stuff. Uh, for the Valkyrie, who has uh, like um, I can't remember what the what it's called. Um, it's like a big spear. Um, but basically, the the, the 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 Valkyrie can kind of attack up and down as well mm -hmm. as well as moving around and stuff like that. Um, they might unlock something else. The more that you rank these specific kind of characters up, but that seems to carry through across mm. all of the runs. So everything in this game is about progression. It's all about cool. You've done this. Here's some progression. Oh, brilliant! You've done this. Here's some progression. Cool. You fought a boss. Here's some progression. Um, you know that kind of feeling of of, of going oh. Only ran around for fifteen minutes. Cool. Let's just let's just go again. Let's just see if we can kind of get to the same point. Even though when you go into the new run and it's a procedurally generated, it is still the castle is the first area. It's just all of the rooms are in slightly different locations now. They're all connected differently. You might not get the same amount of specific rooms as you did in the in the previous run. Uh, that then moves on to kind of this like uh, uh, I, I don't know what they call it, but then the next area and 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 so on and so forth, kind of moving through these different things. It, it's not that your again the procedural generation is just the layout of area one. You still get right. to move on to area two, but the layout will be different to the previous mm -hmm. character that you played, um, and everything else carries through with you. Uh, there is again, I think again with the first game, you could lock in a um like a map basically and you can do mm. that again on on this one you basically have to pay 20 percent of the gold that you collect through the level right. and it will keep the uh, uh keep the map so basically yeah. when you're at a point where you've played the game so much that you're kind of towards the end boss you're like i don't want to fuck around looking for everything again yeah i just yeah. want to be able to go straight to that boss with this badass character that i've upgraded so much um and progressed through to be able to kind of get to that point um that you can kind of just be able you, you could just do that you're not interested in the gold at that point you just want to be able to get back to the same point that you kind of uh came out and it's got some nice quality of life More mechanic yeah, yeah. And, and again things that cost uh gold um every area has like a teleporter so you've got a teleporter at the start of the area and there's a teleporter in the boss room or the the room just before the boss there's teleporters in other rooms as well and then at the start of each area so actually if i go and discovered the, the second area and there is the teleporter there um a character appeared after i discovered her and got to a certain point through the game who can mm. unlock them so for 1500 gold she's like i can link the teleporters and i'm like cool link these teleporters so in the next run I could all instantly jump on that and skip straight to stage area number two. Um, and I didn't have to run through the castle again, even though I could have, and I'd have defeated enemies. I'd have got experience. I'd have got gold. I'd have got all of the currencies that kind of run through. I'd have upgraded my character on that run as well, because there's small upgrades kind of as you go through and, and relics and things like that. Um, a little bit of balancing in terms of saying, well, I've paid some, I think it's called resolve, to get this relic and that's taken my health down a little bit but i do a little bit of extra damage or my right. damage applies burn to to characters instead and there's loads of these different relics um almost on every run i'm finding ones that i haven't uncovered yet um nice. so it just comes up with question marks as the sort of the description um until you kind of unlock it and and traits characters have specific traits but again it's not tied to like classes so you can get uh, like giants some of them have uh giganticism i suppose uh where they are much bigger um opposite that you get characters which can be smaller but a lot of those traits are very very varied and mm. don't seem to do a huge amount which is fine mm. um one of the characters just emitted a color a stream of color like a tron 
motorcycle yeah. behind oh. them, <laughs> just a light that that and all of the enemies did that as well. And like, oh, this looks fun until you get into the room that fires fireballs at you and they all have a trail of color after them and you just can't see where any of the platforms are anymore <laughs> it's just like this is this has actually made it much more difficult something that looked um, fun in the first few rooms just really hard now so just to, to clarify the there were classes in mm. roguelessy one it was just that each you picked between one of three errors and they would be randomized classes or whatever right and they're like Genetic stuff was based on that, what was around that class. Right, okay. So you never really had a choice of like locking in a class or developing it. Because mm. if once you died, you might not get that class again because it was based it was based on the airs that came out. Yeah, uh, this is similar. So you get three airs. Um, there is an ability or something that you can unlock in the kind of the manor um, in the castle that you're building to be able to reroll your airs. Um, mm. which I haven't unlocked yet because I'm just like, cool, I'm so I'm still so early on. I mean, I say I'm early on, I played quite a lot of it. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know without going on. Um, I don't even know if the PlayStation app would tell me uh, how long I've been playing it. Uh, but it was... Um, it's only come out this month or last month, end of June, um, and it is, it's free with the PlayStation Plus Extra tier. Right. So, sort of as soon as it dropped, I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed the first game a little bit. I, you know, yeah. I didn't get too yeah, uh, too through it. Um, I'll I'll try this, and um, yeah, just just really. You're not the first it, so. person to say it. What um, it felt really good mm. uh, to play. Like when it first came out, the first like wave of people seemed to really really dig it. Hmm. Yeah, it's um. Back when I listened like, to uh, I guess still. I know, yeah, like I've just given up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't Same even thing. know where my time goes, you know. Yeah. Neither do I. Like I think it's in the real world and that's frightening. <laughs> you look at the clock and it's just like hold on. It's like when I go to the gym. It's like I'm I'm there for three hours, but it's like I have done like an hour of working out with <laughs> people to you go. <laughs> I don't understand. Where did they go? Uh, it's, what did I do? I don't know. I don't know whether it's a COVID times holdover that we kind of, you know, again with like things like working from home and uh, with all of us being kind of more working from home slash studenty kind of um, over mm. the last ten year, fifteen year period. Um, whether we just kind of value our time in a way where you're like, uh, if I'm gonna go somewhere. I'm gonna go there for a while, <laughs> and so actually the whole day is just gone. And you're like, yeah. cool, mm. fine. I've I've done one thing today. I'm absolutely happy with that. Whereas, yeah. uh, you know, before it's like oh, I've got to do these like 400 things today. I've got to go to here, and I've got to do this, and I've got to go there, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and just yeah. bouncing around the place and staying up till you know, then going out for an evening uh, into the night and getting back at like four in the morning, then getting up at ten and being like, cool, let's do it all over again. Whereas now it's just like, send some emails. I'm happy. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I don't need to do anything else today. I think you're right. Because yeah. it's like, I don't know how I did all the things I used to do and go to work and commute mm. in, in like a day. It's like, even just tidying now, it's like, okay, that's <laughs> a day, a day I do that and nothing else. Or, yeah, yeah it's just like, okay. If you get two tasks done in a day, it's like, <laughs> Ooh, I put my feet up now. I've worked. Fucking legend. That's what you yeah. are. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, Gym and shopping. Wow. Just for everybody, the um, the PlayStation app does not tell you how long you've been playing no. the game for. Um, so that sucks. But, Jim Ryan saw it. Um, that's Rogue I, yeah, that's Rogue Legacy 2. Um, Lucy, you and I were talking about how we didn't really like the art style of the first no. game. This kind of continues very much. It's it's that very cartoony kind of uh, mm -hmm. look. It's fine. I, I'm not put off by it, but it's not something that is has jumped out to me as being, you know, uh, uh, excellent, really. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, it's not again. It's kind of not off-putting, but 
it's just mm-hmm. yeah this is what it looks like it, fine it is game yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um and again movement and combat and and things like that are quite fluid and enjoyable um but i can see there's a couple of classes which uh in terms of how i play a little bit frustrating like the archer and and, and stuff like that um so i tend to sort of shy away from those characters a little bit which i think is fine i don't think the game will penalize me that much from not choosing specific kind of classes to to run through the the game as um so it seems quite balanced. It seems quite open mm. as well, um, quite inviting to a, a kind of a lower skill level as well. Um, the, okay. the, it, it seemed like the start was quite hard. You know, like the first sort of thirty minutes was quite difficult, and I probably ran through two or three characters in the first sort of thirty minutes. Um, but now I'm doing a run with one character, which is like thirty minutes long, um, and only right. dying then through. Sh- sheer stupidity of being like cool i can jump no i can't jump over that bollocks um so it's 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 the skill level whilst it kind of seemed high at the start i don't think it actually is it's just getting used to that kind of gameplay again right and and learning the language of the game ultimately (laughs) uh, which is fairly easy to kind of uh pick up so yeah nice successful game uh um which is a lot of fun to play, so uh, I will continue continue playing it. Basically, uh, it's probably going to be the PlayStation game I play for a little while. I don't think there's anything else coming out on a PlayStation Four, which is really kind of going to tickle me. So, yeah. um, and it's and again very child friendly. The aesthetic and all of that sort of yeah. stuff, I can I can put it on whilst the kids are. Kind of in the oh, lounge yeah. as well, yeah. doing other sort of stuff. So it's been that kind of game where I can turn it on at six in the morning because I've been dragged downstairs because everyone wants to get up. Um, or the TV's not working. Yeah. Well, when they can, <laughs> when they, when they all want to get up, and then Evelyn just sit on a tablet, Indy will crawl mm. around playing with the various toys that she's got, making lots of noise, uh, and I can just be like, cool. I've not woken up yet. I'm gonna just put some Rogue Legacy to on and just sit back and play this and ignore you both. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, but that's all I played. That's everything. Uh, I, I came last week with a, a, a mountain of games and demos. But I think it's so good that it's just occupied my time, uh, basically. Well, that's great. Um, so, yeah. Um, Adol, we'll come to you. Is there anything you want to discuss this week? Anything you wanted to, no. to, to bring to the table? <laughs> no, I, I installed a demo on a Steam Deck. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I don't which, remember which oh. one. Have to <laughs> wait for it to install or open oh, there it up. There we go. You know, it's like it's like writing, right? They say like the first step when you've got writer's block is just like opening up the notebook, staring mm-hmm. at it, mm-hmm. and then like the next step is like just write a word, any word. I'm not quite there yet in gaming these yep. days, <laughs> but I have <laughs> installed a game. Okay. Uh, the um, yep. so it turns out this like not sleeping through the night more than once all the way through since October mm. um, was was a thing that was only sustainable when I woke up and took amphetamines. <laughs> oh, hell. And now, and now that I'm not doing that, I'm real tired and yeah. want to do way less <laughs> in the world and I still have a busy life. Mm. So, uh, games just like, I don't know, I don't know where the time could possibly be. But it's, it, like, yeah. g- gaming is sacrificial, right? It is, it's, it's entertainment at the end of the day. Yes, for a long time and we've built up a friendship around gaming and with other people and you know even getting to play games together and those sorts of things um mm-hmm. it's still an entertainment product it is still a, a a sort of almost a sacrificial kind of time sink in your life that isn't going to pull away from those relationships that you've made around that or isn't going to change anything in that sort of sense but it is a thing that is very easy to be able to dip in and out of as you've experienced yourself with being kind of like, you know, doing the PhD and kind of pulling away from it a little bit and then coming back into it and now pulling away again and stuff. And Lucy, you and I have had times where we've kind of just gone, oh, I, just, I just haven't got time yeah. for this. This but year is um, yeah, quite extreme, though, in my, you know, compared to how many games I used to play. Mm. I just, I was, I was looking, I was like, 
they have completed like 10 games and like a lot of them are like small indie titles. And sure. It's like, we're past halfway through the year. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't. I've played so few games in 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, God. I'm going to have to play at least nine more games in order for me to get know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? I, I just may not have anything. I That's may fine. have like a top three and they're yeah. just like the like an ideal 2018 19 kind of circa times where it's just like i played these games yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. like them sure i mean no, i liked them in the sense list. that they were the games i played and i yeah. like playing games sometimes <laughs> yeah. but were they exceptional some of them might have been i don't remember it was in january <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it may well yeah. just be that this year. Absolutely, yeah. we do we just a tanked up top five, tanked up top three. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whatever we feel like, kind of at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it split it into two episodes of being like, here are all of the notable games we wish to talk about, and then here is just the the, the three best ones that we've uh, managed <laughs> yeah. to play. Uh, yeah, uh, the three I stuck with to completion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> five hour runtime, but you know it's fine. Yeah. I still completed yeah. it, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Hi-Fi Rush, I think that that would be very high on my list this year, but I just haven't gone back to it. Really? Um, yeah, I haven't touched it since it like originally came out, and what was that January? Mm. So, and I was really enjoying that game, so it may be worth just restarting, or because I think that's on Game Pass, is it? Yeah, um, and I don't suppose it will go anywhere because it's like a first party yes. title. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to get back to that. That's the one that I will rue the most, probably. Was, did, did you finish Pentiment? Yes. Okay. That was last year as well. Yeah. Was that it was last, really was that last year? Yeah, that was like October oh, last dang. year. Absurd. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was in my top uh, ten list. <laughs> I mean, I so Pentiment's on my list. It's just I know that that's definitely a game like M would like, and we've not been able to finish Case of the Golden Idol. Yes. There's just no... Yeah. We just forget about it when we're, like... To be honest, it's kind of nice watching TV on a couch when you want downtime and not having to push buttons. Sure. I think I think that one, though, Pentiment, um, is one that you could play solo and then oh, play and then again still... and it would just be completely... Different. different anyway i mm. think i think the the like mystery being tied up at the end mm-hmm. is it whilst it's interesting it's not the, the gameplay is the thing that is the draw yeah like all the different dialogue choices and stuff like that because you can i mean it would take many many different playthroughs to see everything so mm. you could have a completely different um playthrough right. uh, solo as compared to with somebody else but oh well maybe i'll do that because yeah. i um i was like as soon as it was an, uh, announced i was really excited about it like when there was like a sneak preview or something can't remember what it was yeah i think you know, the really initial hype cycle. Mm-hmm. what was the game at all that you played last year or maybe even the year before which was uh, uh kind of a uh you know you you make lots of choices through it. It was about a character. Oh, kind of the Life through... of Times of Sir Bronte? Yes. yes. Or the Death and Life of Sir Bronte? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Something Sir like Bronte, that. the game. Yeah, 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 that Sir one. Sir Bronte, the um, game. The it... Life and Suffering of Sir Bronte. Okay. Uh, you know, similar kind of thing, where actually every playthrough will be just that, unless you make exactly the same choices, which you're yeah. not going to do if you're playing through the game again, likely. Um mm. It, it just feels like it has a it has that web to it doesn't it that that kind of tree where you're like here's the choice cool it actually does branch off and it's not just choice and brings you back to the same road that you've just kind of like rooted around something on but it actually yeah. does pull away and, and make a very and vastly different kind of uh, uh, story to tell yeah um, I mean, it's a good and bad thing because I never like replay games, um, like choice driven games, because mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like, yeah, that's those are my decisions. That's why I'm sticking by. That's what I like, but yeah, but it's but, nice but, that 
well, before Reddit imploded, Reddit existed, <laughs> and you could just read off about the other um, uh, threads. So that's always cool. But that it's is just knowing that's that there's so many different right? things. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Your so, so many different ones. To, you don't need another playthrough necessarily. Exactly. You know, it's it's kind of yeah. like cool. This is the way I have chosen to to interpret <laughs> these characters and the choices that I think they should make and how that has played out. It's mm. very difficult and I think we've you know we've talked about it before with choice based games do you do you make a choice that you would make or do you make a choice that you feel that the character they have presented in front of you would make and there's a couple of different or, ways to kind of play those sorts of if it's Detroit become human make the choice where you hope everyone dies cuz <laughs> I can't stand that game that's uh, the only game to I ever offend how much that game is stuck in your brain yeah. a terrible terrible thing I hate it it's the only game that I has offended me and that I cannot understand why other people like. It's like usually it's like, oh yeah, I don't like this game, but you like it. That's cool. I see that. Detroit Become Human, no. Nobody should like that game. It is trash. Um, Does it. I, 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 I wish I, I could erase my memory of it, that game. Quantic Dream are a fucking conundrum. Like, they really are. They're making a Star Wars game. Yeah. And, it could and it's be like, good. what could be the good. fuck is this going to be? Like, looking at their previous games, is it going to be very, very similar? Is it just going to be a Jedi walking around the council chambers just asking people The thing shit, is that Disney will tell them... Just... Disney will tell them no. They will tell them no. Mm. Whereas with Detroit Become Human... Nobody told them no. They just did do what they like. Yeah. 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 So Star Wars will probably be fine, if not good. It's just it's just Anakin walking around going, Padme, Padme, Padme. That's I mean, it. That would it's be that okay, to be honest. Better <laughs> just walking around than, a shopping no, 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 I'm center. Assuming. <laughs> not even in, set in the Star Wars universe, just in like a Leeds shopping center, just, oh, just dressed up in like cosplay, just Padme. That's it. That's all that game is. Um Phil. Way better than <laughs> Bill. Way better. What was the other one with Elliot Page in? Oh, uh, um, Ellen Page. Yes. Elliot Page now. Elliot Page now. Yeah. Oh, oh, she changed it. Mm. Thing. Oh, okay. Oh, he actually. Well, yes. I'm so behind. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's Elliot Page? <laughs> this uh, Beyond Two Souls. Uh, see, I didn't like that one. I think the only one I did or didn't. No, I didn't. The only I one I kind it. of I thought like was okay with like I, Heavy, was rain, heavy was, rain was yeah. all right. It was like, yeah, this time, is cool. Wasn't it? it was of its time, and then we got things like uh, Until Dawn, and you're like, cool. This is where this kind of game should go. Choices and beheadings, brilliant. That's what we want. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I was about to say. Elliot Page, he looks so young, but he's only 36. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. It just feels like he's been around for ages, ain't it? So. Mm. But yeah, well, I guess they got Yeah, I think, uh, like, Juno was one of the, was our, their breakout role, right? And it was, mm -hmm. um, they were actually high school aged, unlike most actors. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Unlike like Greece, where it's a bunch of forty year olds playing teenagers or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they've got a six pack. Jesus. I'm you, down around. You've gone down the rabbit hole. Perfect. I can see that. Brilliant. Um, I imagine that's a good place for us to round back out on our beers, um, and finish up the episode on. Uh, whilst you're looking at, you know, various half-naked people on the internet, Lucy, would you like us to, to loop back around to our beers first, or should yeah. we come to you? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, Adol, uh, um, we'll we'll jump back onto the fort. The fort pure. Mm -hmm. It's such a hard name to say. Fort pure. Yeah, for some it it doesn't look like it is, but it is. Fort pure. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, Too and long. I stupidly tried to read the whole label, uh, which you missed because you were um, fixing a TV. And so I was like, the four pure Bermondsey London hails for... Hails? No, fruity haze? Ah, <laughs> oh, goddammit. 
And then, and then it proceeded to me, I think, uh, just to catch you up, so you don't actually have to add, add the episode. Hmm. I, instead of saying water, barley, wheat, oats, I said, warley. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's good. Um, the um, That zestiness I was talking about. So the palate really, by, by taking small sips, that maltiness has kind of receded, and it's let the citrusy zest kind of pulled forward. And... I mean, let's let's uh, recall, uh, like the first two hundred episodes of this podcast. It now feels much more grapefruity because it's okay. got that citrus and that tropical. Yep. Um. So, and so that that like low lo, lo, that like low medium level of bitterness hasn't faded because the maltiness is pulled back, and that bit of tart uh, citrus like peak just made that bitterness feel more citrusy. As the other, as my palate has not acclimatized as much to it as the other things, mm. so it's it's actually a really good, cool, interesting way to for the taste to finish. Okay. Like it makes it a little more peppy and zesty. So mm. then, mm-hmm. if you wanted another one, you'd be like, yeah, sure. Even though it started kind of with this like lingering sort of more more malt forward start, you're like, oh, this is the thing I want to sip. Now this mm. is like a oh, it's hot. I just want to watch the sunrise set or whatever they said in the flavor text. The sun retreating Just beyond the conquered horizon. The this isn't London fog; it's London haze. Yeah, see, look at me. Yeah, I call oh, me a shell. Stare at the sun through the smog. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which I did the other day. That day <laughs> being yesterday. <laughs> it's like this. Ah. Uh, yeah. Actually, the weather was really great. Um, yeah. It was like a bit rainy in the day, but, mm-hmm. but by yesterday evening, it was pretty great in London. Nice. So. Good. Good. Very yeah. nice. Um, th- this beer then, summer together, it's really nice. It's 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 a very good beer. Um, it does, as I was saying, I think at the start, it's maybe quite. Um, it's a bit lighter at five point five percent. It's a bit lighter in its kind of flavour as well, and I think it's got a very broad appeal, but the flavours stick around kind of through the beer. So the start is very similar to the end of the beer as well the uh the white whiny kind of slightly vinous uh, um quality to it takes over a little bit more so you lose that bit of sort of citrus zest that i was getting it it it, it kind of gets that little bit more musty uh, um kind of towards the end as well so it turns slightly more into a into a beer than this mm more amalgus flavor kind of drink that you kind of have when you start to to sip it but you're still getting the same level of that kind of the the flavor from the start towards the end it just kind of uh, as i say it's more of that kind of the the white wine and the grape that maybe has taken over a little bit Um, but if you were sharing this with someone the beer is called summer together uh, it makes sense that you would sit there with kind of half a glass each and 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 sip it um that you wouldn't experience kind of that end to it you know sat for an hour drinking kind of the beer it's it's one that you'd probably finish within about 15 minutes if you were sharing it with someone so it would remain quite light um giving you those kind of lovely flavors that it um that it presents at the start so yeah very very nice um i think this is one that uh when i'm back in the in the shop picking up a couple of beers i'll i'll grab this definitely so Lucy, crossover blendering. Oh my 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 golden ale that is uh, definitely not golden. Mm. Um, yeah, still nice, still sucking on it. Um, yeah, just another just another banger from them. Good. Um, I really, I mean, if you're looking for, you know, mixed firm beers, in this place called the UK. Uh, I'd probably go with crossover blender yeah. and then maybe Mills Brewing mm. who are doing the good stuff and Little Earth Project. Um, yeah, it's, it's just... I mean, I'm trying fruits and berries that I've never even heard of, so... <laughs> um, I'm getting my five a day here. Fair. Yeah. Get it through it's beer. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 Don't <laughs> actually eat well. fruit. Just to, just to enjoy it through no. sours and fruited beers and things. fruits expensive. I bought yeah. strawberries in like three pounds for a punnet. It's because Wimbledon's it's on, mate. Put the price up. 
You know, you say that as a joke, and I'm like, I don't know if that's a joke. <laughs> it's probably oh. true. Probably true. Oh, dear. The world is broken, as we said at the start. It is on fire. It has been for a long time. But just enjoy yourselves, everybody. Uh, drink a beer. Play a game. Just, yeah. just you know, get your kicks where you absolutely can. Um, legal. Legal kicks, obviously. Um <laughs> Yes, and, and the, follow us to look at all of the lovely things that we are doing on the socials at Tangled Cast. Go to outoflives.net as well to look at articles and look at the uh, video version of this if you wish to. And see that Lucy's gold nail was not a gold nail in colour, <laughs> at least. And, you know, See the beers that we have been drinking. Uh, I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is... Looking at weird celebrity news. Um, <laughs> Juicy loose nine. Uh, Adelaide's at the Omniarch. Uh, and I think that's everywhere we exist. Thank you for joining us this week. We've been tanked up. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net.